You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. And welcome into Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted is here. Brian is here. John uh, has abandoned the show. He's gone. We don't know where he is. If you see a, if you see a guy who looks like John Hoffman, it's not him. It's he, he's a, he's a ghost now. He's vanished, vanished into nothing. He will never return. Just kidding. He'll be back next week, I'm sure. Um, Brian, how you doing, my friend? How are things going? Hope hope you had a a a good weekend of 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 soccer or at least family, enjoying yourself. Uh, we got some good stuff to talk about after after getting through talking DC United and the poor things. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? You, you know, it, it's it's a tale of two weekends for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, my Sunday was far superior to my Saturday. Um, I think in all aspects, um, certainly soccer related, um, which is why we are here today to learn a little bit more about that. So um, let's let's get right into it, Ted. Um, Washington Spirit finally uh, get one in the W column. How you feeling? Feeling really good. Um, I feel like this was. I feel like the. The first two games of the year, I again, I think the Spirit outplayed their competition and were unfortunate not to get the win. Uh, I think the Gotham game comes to mind for, cert, for certain. It was nice to see this team. I think lack of finishing kind of killed them. They got the ball in good spots. They created good scoring opportunities and just couldn't put it away. Uh, this game was kind of tra- – I felt like, you know, 25th, 27th, 28th minute, it was trending again in that direction. And then they just decided to go off um, and basically a 10 minute span split between the half times. Um, just a uh, perform basically put this game away by the by the 50th minute uh, spirit. Uh, the Orlando Pride came back and scored, made it a little interesting before Trinity Robin Bur- uh, put it away. I was very, very happy to see. I was a little I, there was one player I was concerned about because I was like, well, Ashley Hatch looks good. She's scoring goals. A- uh, Ashley Sanchez looks incredible. And again, was really, really good for this game. The one player I was like, we haven't really seen. We've seen some flashes. I think I think even Trinity Robbins had a goal, but it hasn't been the kind of uh, sort of complete performance. She uh, basically made either wing. She, she got an assist from either wing, uh, was a complete menace in this game, really showed her ability. Uh, on the first goal, you know, gets the ball at wide, plays a nice ball in. And absolutely, I think that was Ashley Hatch, an absolutely incredible dummy from Ashley Hatch. Finds Ashley Sanchez. Ashley Sanchez slots it away. Then uh, somehow uh, Trinity Robbins on the other side, and she gets another cross in. Uh, finds uh, Andy Sullivan, who kind of you know collects it in the box and fires it away. Um, and those were those were two big moments I think for for Trinity Rodman. Um, she also got a goal later in the game, but she had an absolutely uh, player of the match performance for me in this game. And they just absolutely they outplayed a team they should outplay. Orlando is is certainly good. Now, I think Orlando was missing Sydney the Rue. Um, they were missing some other pieces in this team. But you like to see this team finally start to put away uh to put away an opposing team. Uh, I think there was five thousand fans at Audi Field. They got to play on a on a proper field. So uh it was a good performance and gives you hope there. Right now, um sitting in second place just outside i think of the i think it's like the best two of like the or best one of the second place teams makes the next round um so they do need to to pick it up if they want to do that but you know i'm also okay with seeing I, after this game i'm feeling much more relaxed the results are there 
I feel like they're starting to build themselves into it. And I mean, they were missing uh, players too, um, of course, to the to the red card uh, and to uh, you know general injury or you know tire or general fatigue. Uh, and I think it's good to see that they took a performance. They still had the main pieces out there, and it kind of all came together. So uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a, it was a good win for this team, and and good to see. I guess heading into the season. Yeah, um, yeah, I tend to agree. You know, I think um, you brought up where they sit in the standings um, on the heels of a performance like that. I, I would be surprised to see Chris Ward maybe like take the gas, uh, the the foot off the gas pedal. Um, I think you see something like that, and whereas. Um, you know, maybe if they had had, you know, a couple one nothing performances up till now, you say, okay, you know, this is just the culmination, but, um, you know, seeing everything really click, I think that's something you want to keep clicking. Um, you know, I, I, I think you could see, uh, this team continue to push in the challenge cup Warriors. I wouldn't have said that, uh, maybe a month ago. Well, they have, they have two more games. Um, I think the. And I think they have, I want to say they have maybe, I think it's a one and one with a home and away. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure about that. Um, so they have, they basically have a home and a, a home and a road game coming up. Um, let me see. I'm not sure if it's the home or the road. So they play, they play at Red Bull Arena against uh, Gotham FC. Uh, that's going to be a, <laughs> based on the recent drama, that's going to be a good game. Oh, and then they actually, they actually have two road games coming up. I'm, I'm incorrect. So they have played their full slate of home games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have one win, two draws out of their home games. They have a draw in their road games. Uh, so they're going to have to do it on the road. So I think that's a little bit, um, I think if they can stay, if they can get a result, you know, in Gotham, set themselves up uh, against the courage. I think that'll be sort of a defining game in that group. Uh, and I think there's still a good chance, you know, if they go out and play well over these next few games, I think they can sneak into that, maybe that second place spot. Mm-hmm. Either way, I, I don't, I think regardless of what happens, I think we see Chris Ward using this tournament for what, for what I think he wants to use it for, which is as he talked about, he wants to use it as a preseason game. You get to see some players. I think we saw Karina Rodriguez, who I thought was pretty solid in this game. Uh, Anna Halferty also had a, a sort of bounce back game. I, I think against the courage, she did not play well. And she was playing, I think a different role. I think she was playing more of a, a wing back type role. Uh, but once she got further up the field, she had a, on the, on the third goal, a really, really nice play to sort of play out of pressure. Um, she found the new player uh, I can't think of her name right now, but I know she played a really nice ball to Ashley Hatch mm-hmm. to, 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 to tie up the game or to, sorry, not to tie up the game to take the three, nothing lead. Um, so that was awesome to see from her. Um, I'm somebody who I am. I am somebody who's really, really high on, on Halfordy and how she kind of grew last season. And I was really hoping this would not be a regression year. And I was very, very happy to see her have the performance uh, that she had in this game. Um, everybody looks good in a four, in a four, four, one uh, win. <laughs> we also got to see, um, uh, Devin Kerr uh, mm-hmm. make her appearance. Uh, by the way, it was uh, Cameron uh, Bogalski. I'm pretty sure I got that right. So new yeah, She had an assist. That, what's that? No, I th- yeah, I think I think you did get that one right, Ted. Yep, I think I did <laughs> get it right. Um, we do have to talk about. Let's talk about maybe some of the bad. I think the goal they gave up um, came off sort of a bad breakaway. Mm-hmm. I think Rotter gets beat a little bit on that play. I'm pretty sure she was the defender on that play. I think she gets beat to the ball. I don't think she's aware um, that the Orlando player is literally like right there uh, on her. And I think she gets beat on that play. So that was the only, I guess, maybe 
down spot in that game um, was was Rodder getting beat on that play, and she came in came in on as a sub. Um, so, but other than that, not a whole lot of complaints. They absolutely just shut this team out as they should. Uh, you look at the stats. I think they had like twenty three shots on goal, twenty three shots with like ten on goal. Uh, you do those types of things. Uh, we we have the on our guy. We have the uh, XG plot. And it kind of starts out like, and then the the separation starts to form after the three goals. So, um, just an, a, a purely dominating performance uh, from from the Washington Spirit. Any other players you wanted to highlight in this game? Anybody else that kind of caught your eye, um, no. other than the the four goal scorers? <laughs> no, I, I yeah, I, I I think you really hit it with with Trinity. You know, showing why she's getting paid, what she's getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like she scored more than her her one goal in garbage time. Um, you know, she made her presence known um, in the attack. Um, I, I agree with the assessment on on Anna Halfordy. You know, I think um, it was good to see maybe the next person on this team that we think of as having sort of um, a high top end uh, showing a little bit of that and seeing that and seeing, you know, creativity come in uh, in, in different ways. I think that's good. Um so no, nothing from a from a player standpoint. I do want to go back to though um, the goal um, and where I think the one place I you know when I look at the spirit both last season and this season that I do think they're most acceptable is on the break. Um, mm-hmm. I think because we have so much strength going forward. Um, if you look at a lot of the times that. Uh, they were vulnerable last year, um, you know, which wasn't a lot, you know, champions. Um, but even this year, it's on the break. When when this team can set up defense, um, they don't really seem to struggle much. Um, but uh, but on the break with the the prowess and and I have to say the tenacity to really have um, everyone attack the goal. You know, I think especially, you know, you see it in, I think Sanchez's goal and, um, uh, Andy's goal, just everybody crowding that box and being there and, and being ready to pounce. Um, I think that, that that's what makes a difference between a team that wins this game, you know, two to one and a team that wins this game four to one. Yeah, and I think the finishing was finally there. And I think there was a moment, um, I think uh, Ashley Sanchez uh, early in the game had just a really nice play. And you're seeing, I think, the selective pressure. Uh, this That pressure caused fits for Orlando all game, but that's going to leave you susceptible on the break. Um, I believe Hatch nearly had a goal like in the 28th minute. Um, Ashley Sanchez making a beautiful run. Her ability on the ball and her like dribbling ability just seems to get better and better um, with with each game, and I think that is that is something I'm personally very excited to see in this game. Uh, Trinity got the headlines, but I, I think Ashley is somebody who's going to her profile is going to grow a bit in this game, especially as she gets more national team appearances. We did have a question come up asking about uh, where Anna Halfordy. This is from Aspen Leafs. Like, where does Anna Halfordy start on this team when everyone's healthy? Is there a spot between her? Uh, her and Mickey own or somewhere else. I mean, you have to think so. She, she, I think she showed she is a attack minded player 
and she like wants to be in the attack. I think honestly, she is going to be a great right now, a great option off the bench. Maybe she mm-hmm. can fill in more in a in a back in a sort of uh, wing role if she can sort of develop that part of her game. Um, and you talk about Mickey Own. I think Mickey Own and Helferty are going to be your players that are going to need to kind of lead this team when we start getting to uh, Concacaf uh, World Cup qualifying slash Olympic. I think it's just World Cup qualifying coming mm-hmm. up, and there's going to be national team games and. Uh, those types of players hatch, keep scoring. She's going to get more opportunities. Um, Sanchez keeps playing the way she's playing. She's going to get a bunch of opportunities. Uh, we're really looking at potentially the front three and Andy Sullivan being gone, and we're going to need players to step up. So I think Halfordy can fill that role. I think uh, Mickey Own can fill that role. Um, and I think I think that was kind of, I think that's kind of been uh, Chris Ward's identity here. He wants to find depth. Uh, in this in this squad because he knows that the 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 what they had last year where they basically had everybody available except maybe Andy Sullivan towards the end is going to be gone because this team keeps playing well and keeps getting notice. Uh, by the way, we should bring up. I thought it was awesome that. Uh, uh, um, oh my goodness! I am my my mind just went completely uh, on Trinity Rodman's goal. Kelly O'Hara. Uh, playing the ball to Trinity Rodman on the goal, sort of a, a almost a reverse, not exactly the same. That was a cross field ball, but kind of a reverse of the, of the goal that made the championship. So, and you talk about players getting forward. I mean, that's that's where this team can be susceptible on the break because Kelly O'Hare is a wing back, so she pushed forward, and you know she she is not the quickest player out there in the field to really then have to check back. Uh, so I think this team could be successful on the break. I agree with that with the way they play, especially the way they sort of play this pressing style system, um, which we've started to see them implement. And in this game, it was incredibly effective. So maybe they can give some tips to DC with how they've been playing the press lately. Ooh, yeah. Um, but, but yet, Ted, Ted, I, th- I think you did really hit on it. Um, it's less about when everyone's healthy um, because when everyone's healthy, your entire front line is going to be playing for the U.S. national team. So, you know, I, I agree. I think that she will play more of someone coming off the bench um, when everybody's here. Uh, but when not, and you're looking at, you know, an attack that instead of being Sanchez and... Um, Hatch and Trinity is, you know, um, Halfordy, uh, you know, you figure somebody like uh, McKeown probably steps up into, you know, an attacking role. You might have uh, Halfordy, McKeown, um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the roster right now, you know, Bailey Feist, you know, somebody else. It's you're, you're, you're talking more of a, a hockey line change than you are subbing one piece in during um, those periods where um, where there's international play. Yeah, and uh, let's not forget, like, Dorian Bailey can maybe push forward a little bit. I'll see you have a Tiana Alexander, um, mm-hmm. sort of the other attacker who I think is going to kind of fill into that role. Um, she kind of grew into the game a little bit, but they're going to need those players to, to step up. Uh, along with Devin Kerr, too, if Kingsbury starts to get some... Um, some uh some uh buzz for the u.s women's national team Mm -hmm. um that's certainly be fun to watch i wanted to bring up uh there's been a lot of news so this was so the the news official came official out today this is more off the field stuff 
um, that the ownership situation is now completely settled for the Washington Spirit. Finally, finally, the the sale, I believe, was made official. I don't know if we've gone live with this yet, uh, but the 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 sale is now official. Uh, it is Michelle Kang now has full ownership of the club. She was at the game. Uh, I think someone posted in the press box. We'll have to. I'm not sure John was there. I don't think John was there for this. Uh, for this game in the press box, but uh, he missed out on apparently some uh, Georgetown cupcakes. So uh, he he missed out on that. Uh, but this is sort of a change in ownership. And also uh, what was really interesting is that apparently Michelle Kang has been out in Seattle talking to um, talking to the ownership out there about building a, a training facility and apparently really wants to go out there and build a training facility uh, for the Washington spirit. I I feel like, Personally, if if I am if I am Jason Levian, I am I am hearing about all this, and maybe she wants to go and do her own thing, and she absolutely should if she could. But we we know the training facility in DC is fine, but maybe you can bring in that other investment. Maybe you can come up with a way to build something bigger that those teams can share. Some you know have that plot of land. If Michelle Kane wants to go out and do her own thing, says nope, I want to do my own thing completely on her she should go do that if she thinks she can build something better it is going to be interesting if the spirit do get like a world-class an actual like world-class impressive facility and as 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 i'm sure it's better than nothing it pretty good training facility for dc not as impressive as some of the ones we've seen up sitting there and let's be obvious so um, I don't know. Maybe Hernan Lasada will have some envy when he sees <laughs> when he sees the spirit playing because it seems like Michelle Kang. I mean, she's been true to her word, and I think that was the most important thing is showing she's committed. And she hasn't done anything yet. There's been no um, there's been no shovels in the ground on like a spirit training facility yet. But I think that's an important an important step uh, for this team. And and I'm hopeful I'm hopeful we get some more buy in from DC and we see more games at Audi Field to sort of allow this to grow. Um, I think it's been sort of tough the time frames they've chosen for games. So I'm hopeful like a a Saturday night or a or a, a better night might be might be a little better. Yeah, uh, you know, I, you mentioned the DC training facility. Maybe Michelle, uh, they can add like a, a an east wing and a <laughs> sprinkler system uh, with her investment and make everybody a little bit happier. Um, but I, if I'm being 100 percent obvious, I think. If I'm Jason Levian, I am also asking Michelle Kang if she wants any type of ownership share in DC. I know there's been talks about Jason Levian potentially buying shares in the Spirit. I think that would be that would be something that would be easy easy to figure out, easy money to boost both like rising tides, you know, raise all boats. And I think having these two teams together in an ownership group and 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 more cooperative than what they've had, I think will really raise raise both teams because um, Michelle seems incredibly committed to 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 doing things, not just owning a team, not just having that, but also actually creating something uh, incredible. And it's 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 considering the just awful ownership that that the Spirit have had for years, it, it's it's awesome to see. Um, yeah, can't t- feel bad about it. No, no, I I agree, and and I think this will be a pivotal year to see how the spirit in DC can coexist um, when there's not, I think, underlying animosity. I think we look at this season and into the off season and see how that relationship develops. What you know, whether it involves you know part ownership or not, I think you know. 
everyone around DC soccer that doesn't have money in the game, you know, the entire swath of our podcast listenership across any any of the shows that we have uh, can see that there would be a benefit by these two teams working closer together, um, both in the near term and in the long term. Um, so, you know, I hope that they can find a way there. You know, I certainly, the less, um, the less time Trinity Rodman needs to spend on a turf field, the better for, for <laughs> everyone. Um, Absolutely. you know, she is, she is off and running and, and we don't, you know, we know what turf can do to people. Um, and so the, the further away this team can get, um, from Segra, the, the better for everyone involved. Agreed. Agreed. We should also say uh, congratulations to Ashley Hatch, uh, who apparently they kind of dropped the uh, I think the spirit uh, will we'll cut the spirit people some slack because they this, this was all from last week. Her goal with her goal against Gotham last week. Ashley Hatch is now the new all time leading goal scorer in club history with 26 goals. And that is uh, that is awesome to see. Uh, also, outside of that, congratulations to Crystal Dunn, who was named the uh 2021 CONCACAF Women's Player of the Year. Uh so that's really really cool to see for for her um especially uh especially how she she's been kind of I feel like almost overlooked. She had to play a completely different role. Um this is a I don't think you'll ever see in professional soccer a golden boot winner for a professional um a professional a golden boot winner at one point in NWSL have to shift to right back um, and still play that role so well, play that role so well to, to go out and win a world cup and basically make that position her own. So congratulations to Crystal Dunn. Um, I have very, very fond memories of watching her play for the spirit and she was an awesome player to watch. And I'm still very sad. It did not work out, but we, we know the reasons why, and hopefully <laughs> those reasons never, hopefully we never have to talk about those reasons why it didn't work out ever again. So um, anything else we want to, we want to drop for this, uh, yeah, game, you know, uh, anything else anything no, else you not, want to say? Not for this game, but you know, we mentioned um the the massive number of players from the Spirit roster on national teams. Uh luckily enough, the uh NWSL Challenge Cup is going to break for the international break. Uh yeah. because uh almost half of uh, the spirit roster is out um, just with the U.S. Women's National Team. You've got Aubrey Kingsbury, Kelly O'Hara, um, let's see, running down Ashley Sanchez, Andy Sullivan, Ashley Hatch, Trinity Rodman. Um, so interested to, to, to see um, how they perform on international duty. Um, hope they go away and come back. Um, with no injuries and uh, and full fitness and uh, having kept up uh, their scoring ways, uh, but for the stars and stripes. Yeah, and it's and it's not just uh, it, it's not just uh, U.S. women's mm-hmm. national team uh, duty. It is also uh, is also Karina Rodriguez um, is also uh, plays a defender for the Mexican national mm-hmm. team. Um, so there are other players just outside of the of the U.S. Women's National Team. So uh, it, it's time for NWSL, MLS, all these leagues. Please, please, please take the international breaks. Come on, like anything a top division league, every top division league in the world should take the international break. And uh, I, I, I'm just, I am glad that 
I am glad that NWSL players now have contracts that they sign with the teams, uh, which I think helps in a lot of ways. I think it prevents the situation we saw with Rose Lavelle, mm-hmm. um, where she, where the team put her on ice. And I, I'm hopeful we will not, we will not see situations like that with, um, with Ashley, with any of the players we see, because uh, that that it, we it's so weird to talk about Rose Lavelle, but also like she had maybe a couple moments for this team in like the two years, two three years she was here. Obviously, COVID cut cut some things short, but um, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that that stuff's gonna change. Yeah. All right, I think that's gonna I think that's gonna do it for what I have to say about this game. Uh, obviously, the Spirits have other games coming up this week. Two games on the road against against uh, Gotham. Uh, are we are we are we looking for some uh, are we looking for some smack? Are we looking for some smack before that Gotham uh, Gotham Spirit game, Rebel Arena? It'll be April seventeenth. So actually, yeah, it is breaking for Lisa the international break. So we got man, we got both our teams, mm-hmm. <laughs> both teams not playing this, this weekend. This is going to be so a who knows what... <laughs> podcast next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be quiet uh, unless something unless something big breaks, and then they've got like five days later than they play the Courage. So, um, give me you know what, let's go ahead and let's give a prediction for the rest of the Challenge Cup. Uh, yes or no? The the Spirit make it to the to the knockout stage. Uh, yes. Up or yes, down? I, yes, yes. I think they make it to the knockout stage. What do you think? I'm I'm going no. Yeah. I, I think they. I think they get a result, possibly a win against Gotham. I think they potentially drop the game against Carolina. Um, I think nobody is upset. We're all just ready to get started with the season and get get moving on. I'm I'm I am going I'm going thumbs down on on them making it. It will not surprise me if if Chris Ward does not want to make that because he wants to get the season to start and then we head into the season. But we'll 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 see we'll see who's right. All right. I think that's going to do it for us here on Kindred Spirits, the Washington Spirit Podcast. Uh, we thank you guys so, so much for listening, as always. Uh, it's awesome here. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to us on the RFK Refugees podcast feed, this is your final warning. If you don't pay our Patreon, if you pay our Patreon, you still get the same feed. You get a nice little private feed. You get to continue just having all the episodes whenever you want them. Um, but if you are listening on our podcast feed, it's okay. We appreciate the support. Just switch over. If you want to listen to Kindred Spirits, we got Kindred Spirits, uh, actual podcast feed, search for it, find it. We have the links available. You can find it easily. Uh, we also have next in line, the, uh, podcast covering loud United and the, uh, DC United Academy. Definitely check those guys out. The, the two loud Adams, formerly two loud Adams podcast. And of course we have United 96 covering DC United. Hopefully some brighter times ahead. This was a lot more fun than the DC podcast. Let me tell you guys. A lot more. Still listen to it. It's still got some good stuff in it. But as far as a enjoyment factor, a lot more fun to do this spirit podcast than the DC podcast of the late. Guys, that's going to do it for the show. I guess we will check you guys uh, next week. One spirit.